Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Boy, do we love sports, but sometimes it just hurts so bad. Stone Lepanowitz hit the open. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Well, give me my dirt theme music, dude. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Lebanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. I don't think I did this enough yesterday. Theo, after your your team that you admittedly don't really pay attention to at all until they go to the World Series, yeah. your team, the Houston Astros, losing a home game seven to the Texas Rangers. I, I did not do this enough yesterday. Theo, are you okay? Uh I, I was waiting on you guys to ask. Honestly, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that it was hard to really even enjoy fully the uh roofpaint.com Boca Raton Bowl golf outing, mm-hmm. um, which was a wonderful event, by the way. No doubt. Thank you, Breakers West, by the way. Amazing time there. Um, it was it was tough for me to get through that day. Um, Astros losing before the season even really gets started in my own mind. Uh, definitely demoralizing. Sad to see it, and hopefully uh, we have a good baseball season next year. Did you have a good good sleep last night? You're feeling okay? Feeling better? Feeling much better than uh, my friends up from the uh, city of brotherly love. I, I feel badly... For Phillies fans, being up three games to two, in game five, you bring out the bats, you have your gargantuan home runs, your big hairy men celebrating in the dugout as the Phillies are apt to do, and then you come home and what happens? The bats completely fall asleep, and you lose game six and game seven to the Diamondbacks, and now the Phillies are not making a return trip to the uh to the to the World Series. In fact, let's um let let's hear let's hear how that game ended last night. Four to bottom of the ninth. Let's hear how uh how game seven, the conclusion of sounded with Brian Anderson on TBS. Wall to strike away. Here he comes. Cave, a fly ball to right field over his Carroll. He's got it! And the Arizona Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series. The Diamondbacks have won the National League pennant. And the Fall Classic will return to the desert for the first time in 22 years. So that was the scene last night at Citizens Bank Ballpark. Uh, Keep in mind, prior to Game 6, they were greasing up the poles in Philadelphia, Mm. downtown, so people couldn't climb the poles. They literally got out the grease. They got out the butter. And they were rubbing them poles in downtown Philly uh, to keep relative order. And now the Phillies are are bounced. Uh, we have a, a couple of teammates here uh, at at uh, ESPN West Palm. Sales guy Jeff, salesman John. Uh, they are um, they're they're deeply distraught this morning. In and morning. I do uh, I do feel badly. They are in mourning. You're right. I do feel badly. For them, they're not in a good way. That makes me feel bad. Yeah, and they're Philly fans through and through. So they they're just now getting over that that loss in the Super Bowl, right? And then they also had the World Series loss last year. Yeah. And now you lose in the NLCS when you had it. It's tough. Um, I went not to left, rub it in. Or I went and left both salesmen a note with Corbin Carroll's face on. And who's your daddy? I I really don't care how they feel. <laughs> they're fans of Philadelphia teams. These are the kind of things that they deserve. You know what? You're right. Can we all laugh at him real quick? They're Philadelphia fans. <laughs> they needed this. Boy. Need a little humbling. Trust me when I tell you this. This is still the year of South Florida. Come on. Nothing comes easy as Philadelphia fans are finding out. But there's no doubt, despite us laughing at their misfortune, this is, by definition, a deeply distressing or disturbing experience for Philadelphia fans. That, my friends, what I just read is the Webster's Dictionary definition of trauma. Mm. Trauma. Mm. Something that has affected you so greatly that even years, decades after it took place, you think about it and it still brings unsavory feelings to your brain. Like, for instance, for instance, growing up in Chicago, not me, this was a celebratory experience for me, but... 
for a lot of my friends who were Cubs fans, let me bring you back to 2003, Game 7 of the NLCS. The infamous Tom Brenneman on the call on Fox of the Marlins one day after the Steve Bartman incident, mm-hmm. closing out the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Here's what it sounded like. The stars were aligned for the Cubs to erase that 58 with a three games to one lead. But Beckett and the Marlins shut out the Cubs in game five. They scored eight runs in an improbable eighth inning last night to beat Mark Pryor. In the air left field. And the Florida Marlins have come back from three games to one down to win the National League pennant. The Florida Marlins, for the second time, are going to the World Series. What an amazing story. So that, at the time for me, and I've said many times on this show, that's uh, other than the White Sox winning the World Series in 2005, that is my greatest sports moment. Uh, the, the Cubs uh, falling short in 2003. Now, the thing is, with all of my friends up in Chicago that I grew up with, um, they have since found baseball salvation. Yeah. In 2016, the Cubs winning the World Series. But there are still many of them that reference... Bartman, still many of them that reference the hole in their soul that was left by the 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 Marlins winning in seven games when destiny uh, they thought had the Cubs going to the World Series for the uh, the first time in in like ninety six years at that time. Uh, so sports traumas, playoff traumas, postseason traumas. Glory so close you can taste it, you can feel it, and then it slips away. Those things don't just disappear because eventually the team finds success. I think it depends on the age of you. I think it depends on your personal circumstances as a fan. But there are traumas that still hurt people very, very deeply. Yeah, and and those things, you you think they go away until you find yourself in another one of those situations where your team's in the middle of a playoff race. And then you find yourself kind of like Ken Levicka himself, who, you know, admitted – these playoff races that the Miami Heat go through and that the Florida Panthers are going through are more stressful than they are enjoyable because you're waiting for yourself yep. to become disappointed again like you were in the past. I firmly believe while there is the chance at ultimate glory, and boy does it feel good, when your team is in a playoff run and things get more and more serious, it gets really, really stressful to the point of of unfun. I, I, I don't like when people say, how fun is this run? How fun? <laughs> is this playoff run it's not fun it's not fun it's stressful it feels bad in fact like for for FAU and going through the NCAA tournament for me it was fun after games after the wins but the lead-ups were absolutely miserable yeah they were absolutely miserable and for that I, I I I you're living in it too you were living in it. And so that's where it was really, 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 really difficult. Is there is there something that stands out? Um, you as a sports fan, you've had a variety of teams you've oh, been yeah. a fan of uh, in your in your life. But to, a, a playoff trauma that still resonates with you, sits deep in your, your soul. You've tried to suppress it. Perhaps you've gone to counseling. But is there one that still, still seeps in at times and makes you feel badly about what transpired? I think this one even it might even affect my 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 relationship with my fiance. If it affects my interpersonal relationship with friends, family to this day, and I got to go back to the 2011 NBA Finals. Um, as a even back when I was growing up in Houston, a devout Miami Heat fan since a child, ever since Shaquille O'Neal got traded there, and I was a huge Shaq fan growing up. Loved his uh, jovial character and his dominance. Um, coming into that 2011 season. Um, We already didn't get as much basketball as you would have liked. There was a lockout-shortened season. This is following the big decision where LeBron James comes to the Miami Heat, and we have this big supreme, big three. Finally, the team that I cheer for, the team that I love, the team that I I watch every game of is now the center of the sports world. It's the Heatles. Everywhere they go, everybody's showing up. LeBron James and Dwayne Wade kind of jokingly making fun of Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, I think it was game three or so, game two, when Dirk was sick and they were doing a little fake sneeze thing. Like Everything felt like the Miami Heat were going to win that playoff series, win that NBA Finals, and um, I would have you know greater glory. But 
We know how it transpired. Mm -hmm. LeBron James falls short. He can't score on J.J. Barea. The Dallas Mavericks scheme it up perfectly. They win the championship. And I think it was a double, like, it hurt every ounce of my soul, every inch of my body, because not just did my supervillain favorite team fall short of glory in front of everybody with, with all the jokes coming out, it also happened against the Dallas Mavericks. And, and growing up in Houston, there's no place you hate more than the city of Dallas and, and any of its <laughs> Is franchises. Is that true? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. There's a huge Houston-Dallas rivalry uh, between franchises and sports and then people in general. Like, I mean, I'm talking about, like, you, you know, growing up in Houston, it's, it's certain places I can't go in Dallas and tell them I'm from Mo City because they might, you know, they might come after me. Like, it's, it's real. I didn't realize there was that much beef. It's bad blood. It's bad blood between Houston and Dallas. Uh, it's much love now that I'm an adult, but it's bad blood. So seeing the Dallas Mavericks team win, having those Dallas fans, the kids that maybe moved from Dallas to Houston kind of teasing me because the lowly Dallas Mavericks, uh -huh. like the lowly Dallas Mavericks, the, the, the Miami Heat allowed them to beat them in the championship. That hurt me. Uh, to a core, and I still haven't recovered from that. And it's be, it wasn't supposed to happen like that. It, it, they that were was, supposed to be unbeatable. It was supposed to be like a sweep. I was thinking it was going to be like a 4-1. Four, four. I, I think that was actually the first time in my life I bet money on uh, the result of a of a any kind of sporting event. And once the Mavs, uh, the Mavs took down the Lakers in that Western Conference Finals, you thought to yourself, surely... It's money Surely, in the bank. Surely, this is going to be a big three championship first go around, and it wasn't. And it was it, it presented a lot of drama. Yeah. It presented a lot of of unsavory conversation about that collection. Then uh, it was shocking, and I think that's why it is so traumatic for me. I think this is an easy one, and I suppose it's still relatively fresh, or at least fresher than than Theo's trauma. But uh, I I sat in Houston calling a game between FAU and San Diego State where in the second half, FAU led by 14, 14 points. Oh. And then it was a slow bleed out from there, and it resulted in, well, this uh, on the, uh, the FAU Basketball Radio Network. For a second, good as well. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. Kansas State doesn't. My apologies. That was glory right there, that actually. <laughs> that was glory right there, actually. I'll find you, uh, I'll find you the right one. But FAU losing uh, with uh, one-tenth of a second left in the final fourth. That's, uh, that's mine. Were you credentialed to go to the uh, national championship game as well? I'm guessing you, yeah, had to, yeah, you yeah. left out with the team. Yeah. I was credentialed to also go to the national championship game. I was staying in Houston through the week, no so I had shot. an opportunity. No shot. I, I couldn't go back in that building. <laughs> I, I, I had to put back in that building. I had to sit and watch the Miami UConn game with my wife, who oh, had, and I. Yeah. There was nowhere else that I wanted to be less than then in that arena. Yeah. I wanted nothing to do with being there, watching basketball, talking to anybody. Like, I felt bad. When I went into the stands after the game, I went into the locker room, uh, just checked in on the guys, had all my stuff. Uh, they all went back to the hotel. Uh, I went into the stands, and FAU fans wanted to talk to me about the game, and I, I wanted nothing to do with any of that. Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, it puts a burden on you because – your wife is a huge, huge Miami Hurricanes fan, so <laughs> yeah. you have to try to be uh, not only a good husband, but a good father. You just got to sit there and just try to watch a game all the while you're watching the Miami Hurricanes in basically a navy blue uniform, and you're just watching the game play out in front of you. I'd imagine it was really hard and not fun at all. It sucked. It really, really, really sucked. And it, to my wife's credit, like she knew, she gave me the uh, like the option. I'm like, no, 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 no. We came here. We came here partly, or I brought, I flew you here yeah. partly to be able to enjoy this. Who knows if you're going to be able to see this again? But it was miserable, absolutely miserable. Wait, so you did sit in the in NRG Stadium? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. With my wife. I thought you were saying you watched it like at home. No, on no, TV no, no, with your no, wife. no. You I would. There's there. no way. I, I didn't watch the national championship game. You didn't? I followed oh, on my you're phone. saying the second game. I'm tripping. You're right. I'm tripping. I'm, I'm losing all context. No, I, I forgot I sat, what actually I sat in night. the yep. stands yep. Yep. to watch Miami and UConn, and I felt nothing. Yes. That I was, felt absolutely nothing. That was crazy because, and I, I remember seeing you after the uh, the game and seeing you in the locker room. You had this look of shock on your face. Yeah, yeah it was um, terrible. And it was, it was just, I think I asked you, like, you know, how was the call like, in general? That was the first time I wasn't able to sit next to you. Um, during yeah. that whole run, yeah, and you were just like, it doesn't matter, man. Uh, it, it, Nothing matters. It was, it was absolutely, it was absolutely yeah. miserable. Now, now that I was teased with one of the greatest moments of my sports life, <laughs> uh, here's the actual uh, traumatic postseason experience of my life. 
So now we'll try this again, and now it's Greenlee that's going to trigger for FAU. Top key extended. Right side, far side, left front court. Greenlee has the basketball. No timeouts for FAU, and it is successful to Martin on the right wing. Down to eight to shoot. Martin hands off Davis. Davis free throw line with five. Davis crossover to the rim. Scoops to the window. No. Mensa has it with seven seconds left. Now Butler up the near side with five with four. Butler inside out dribble. Got to the right baseline with two with one. Butler jumper for the win. And he made it. And San Diego State is going to the national championship game. Butler got it to go on a pull-up jumper. Florida Atlantic loses. And the all season comes to an end. So yeah, that sucked. That uh that that sucked. That, uh, that, by the way, was the FAU Basketball Radio Network. We should have just played them clinching the Final Four. It would have made me feel better about this. Uh, and right. it could have kept me, yeah. helped me keep suppressing the, uh, the, uh, the national champion Ugh. or the, uh, the Final Four game. Um, so that, that is my most notable postseason trauma. As crazy as it sounds, at 39 years old, my most notable postseason trauma happened just a couple of months ago uh, with a school that uh, up until... 18 years ago, I, I really had no idea existed. It's weird how sports works. In my in my my younger life, White Sox fan, 1993, they won the AL West, went to the postseason. They lost in six to the Blue Jays, who would go on to win the title. That was disappointing, but I think anytime you get a feel that a team is better than your team, it helps ease the pain. The White Sox weren't as good as the Blue Jays. Like they weren't. I actually think that the strike season the next year shutting that year down short when the White Sox were clearly the best team in baseball, that actually hurts more than them losing because I had the memories of them. That was the first time in my rational existence uh, that they had won uh, a division title back when baseball was different. You win a division, you go right to the ALCS. That was such an incredible accomplishment that it was just sort of, wow, that was cool. And then they lost to the Blue Jays and you move on. Wait. Back then, if you win the division in the regular season, you go right to the yep. championship the, series. The, well, I mean, in, in your teams? father's childhood, it yeah. was you win the uh, you win the 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 league, and it, you go right to the World Series. You win the league. There was no in division. the regular season. Yeah. So there's no. When did they start pennants and divisions? They've oh, they've always had it. the division. The current division format. Yeah. Started in '94. The year wow, of the that's when the Braves started rallying them off in mm-hmm. the 90s. Okay, bet. that's what I was wondering. I'm like, I know the but Braves But it was previously AL West wow. and AL Dang. East. It was NL East, NL West. You win that, you go to the AL or NLCS. Crazy. For a very long time. It's like a Final Four. There we go. So, good. I'm glad I taught you guys something amidst <laughs> my pain. I mean, I absolutely did. And you also brought up a good point, and it was saying nothing wise, but... When you lose to a team that's better than you, it it, it hurts so much less. So much less. Like, like the White Sox won year. the AL Central in 2000. The Mariners were awesome. Yeah. They beat the hell out of them. You move on. Like, it's fine. It's yeah. okay. Um, Like, even last year, the Heat go to the finals. But you know what? It really didn't feel that badly because, A, the Heat were handled uh, in the finals. Yeah. But there were so many unbelievable moments. And the beating of the Celtics felt to me like, hey, you know what? Everything else is gravy after this. Yeah, hey, it's just weird how you approach uh, approach these postseason runs, right? Like the Panthers, that was in retrospect awesome. House I mean, money awesome. all the way. House money once they got by to me. Once they got by Toronto, yeah. well, that Bruins. was house money. Well, what about the opening round? I mean, I suppose down? it could be. Yeah, yeah. you get past the Bruins, that was enough right there. No doubt. Were they down three zero in that series? Three one. Three one. Three one. Okay, yeah. Okay, but still, but like still, it was the being Bruins. Three one right. against the best regular season team it's of all time good. in hockey. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot tougher to be the favorite, especially a favorite who hasn't won anything in an awful long time or ever uh, in your sports life. And this may have happened to you as a child. Maybe it happened to you as a tween. Maybe it happened to you as a young adult or well into your adulthood. Trauma's different depending on the circumstance. For me, FAU losing in the Final Four, that's the most traumatic postseason moment of my sports life. Much like some people in Philadelphia, May, losing a home game seven, have experienced great trauma that will stick with them last night. Um, or even Astros fans losing a home game seven to the Texas Rangers the night before. In your sports life, which of your team's playoff losses was the most traumatic? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. I understand if some of you want to say, oh, 
well, I've, I've pushed this into the deep recesses of my brain, and it's only bad things for me, my family, and my friends if it comes back to the surface. But I do think it's always good to talk about these things. I like to think of this show sometimes as a, an experiment in sports psychology. Mm. So here you go. Talk through it. This show helped me be able to talk openly about FAU losing in the Final Four. Stone remembers me the day after I got back from the Final Four and tried to talk about it on the show. It was a battle. It was a struggle. It was not good because I hadn't talked with anybody about it yet. And it really sucked. In your sports life, which of your team's playoff losses was the most traumatic? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, Theo, it's funny you mentioned the Heat uh, losing to the Mavericks in the finals. And I think that you take your pick, game five or game six of that series. What's more traumatic, more frustrating to you in retrospect? It was the end because the, it, game six. It, the Heat had a lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but also just the fact that it was over. The fact that it was over. Like, even when they lose game five, it's like, okay. They're well, coming home. Yeah, like, it's, it felt I had comfort in knowing I had the better team that was going to be home. And this is all going to be all right. But the finality of game six, seeing it was wiped away and it was just over, I, I didn't. I didn't know what that felt like before. I'd never rooted for a clear-cut favorite and saw them dismantled the way that the 2011 Heat did. See, it's funny, though, that you mentioned... He definitely did. You mentioned that as a Heat fan. Wins the Bucks in the Super Bowl, but I mean, whatever. The Bucks in the Super Bowl? He wasn't a Chiefs fan at that point. <laughs> you weren't even a but Chiefs fan But it was 2011. Then. That was the first time. It, that was I forgot. Sorry, ago, you weren't even a Chiefs fan And the Chiefs fan fans yet. weren't a clear-cut, overwhelming favorite. They, they had, like, three offensive linemen down. And yeah, it wasn't a Chiefs I do fan like yet. how he's defending them... Um, uh, as I'm if they always, were his team, trying like to be Chiefs, trying man. to act like a lifer fan in I'm that a Chiefs spot. Lifer. You don't have to claim them back when they lost in the Super Bowl to the Bucks. You were not officially you're not chosen that. You're right. You were still a Panthers fan. You're right. Don't That's, don't you don't have to sit there and try and explain away their mistakes in that game and their lack of protection of Patrick Mahomes. You're right. Don't worry about you're it. Right. You have too many other stressors. That's what they call life. generational trauma. It, it kind of got passed down. <laughs> it to got me. passed on to you. Uh, but but I, I mentioned I asked Theo about about the heat because I've heard from a lot of heat fans on social media again at KLV 1063 and they do not make a single mention of JJ Barea, yeah. Dirk Nowitzki, the Mavs, any of it. You know what they keep going back to? Multiple heat fans, game 5, 1999, round 1 against the Knicks. Um, yeah, that's known as the Allen Houston game. Yeah. That's where heat fans go to is the Allen-Houston game. I'm sorry, Heat fans. This is, uh, this is what it sounded like on NBC. Six seconds. Out of bounds. New York will get it, but only four seconds to shoot. And 4.5 left in the game. That was not a good set. The Knicks have to get themselves two chances to tie or win the ball game. Four seconds. Van Gundy calls a play, a triangle. That usually means something for Ewing. Allen Houston. Houston ducks under. Got it. With eight tenths left. So there you go. That. That. Not, not game five or game six against the Mavs in the 2011 finals. Not Jimmy Butler coming up short on a three at home, game seven against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Not losing to the Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Not falling to the Lakers in the bubble finals. No, Allen Houston in the first round series, buzzer beater, eight versus one, eight beating one, Knicks overheat in 99. That to me, it feels like collectively, that's the biggest Heat fan trauma. Wow. Yeah, that one didn't hit me as hard. I was like four or five. Years I was gonna old. say it yeah. was it was uh, pre pre your yeah, rational right. sports even, fan brain. Now that I think about, it, I wasn't even a Heat fan at that point. I became a Heat fan when Shaq got traded there in the early 2000s. Someday so, no. we're gonna do we are gonna do a biography yeah. on this show of of the sports. Uh, the sports path, the sports fan journey of Theo Dorsey. Yeah. Because there's nothing to. more fascinating. Oh, I wasn't a fan then, but then I was yeah. a fan then. But then there was that team I was yeah, a fan yeah, of, yeah. and then I was a, uh, you are a fascinating I'm person. I'm versatile. Uh, sorry ass team scoring in the 70s right there, too. 78, 77. Hey, welcome, to, welcome to late 90s NBA, brother. And uh, 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 m- Listen, much like I taught you a lesson about uh, Major League Baseball divisions, 
That's just how it was, man. <laughs> In your sports life, which of your team's playoff losses was the most traumatic? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. By the way, message to my wife if she's listening right now. I've actually been elevated from the wait list into being able to buy Bad Bunny tickets. Uh, for uh, wow. for his two nights at uh, Kaseya Center. So, he did really um, well on SNL, man. Yeah, he was so baby. Yeah. Uh, let, let me know what you want me to do because I'm off the wait list now. So, uh, I'm just trying to be a good husband yeah. here. Uh, Justin in West Palm, what was your uh, your team's playoff loss that was most traumatic to you? I, what's going on, guys? Hey, My man. name's Justin and whatnot. Uh, it wasn't a playoff experience, but uh, Hurricanes versus Ohio State, oh. personal foul end zone that was my traumatic experience uh and 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 that was that was the last true like great moment in Kane's football (laughs) history the last time they've been that close so that's a very applicable trauma that I think a lot of people will uh will will share with you didn't I say Justin you did he just was like reiterating oh okay I thought maybe he was like either a correcting me or b I forgot to say it he called himself Justin and whatnot Justin or whatnot why is he? Is he no, just like it, casual about his name? It's stone or whatnot, but yeah, what's up, guy? <laughs> is that? That's weird. I don't know. That's weird, Justin. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> but thank you for the call, yeah. uh, Freddie in West Palm. Uh, please unleash your playoff sports trauma on us. Hey guys, it's Brendan from West Palm. So <laughs> I just want to make it quick. I'm on my lunch break, but it was the Celtics against the Warriors. I, I want to say we were up two or three one. Then it just all the, the lead just slipped away and it just all crumbled there. And yeah. I really hated that, man. That really still haunts me to this day because you know how hard it is to get to the NBA Finals. Uh, let me ask you, let me ask you, Freddie, how did it feel to uh, lose at home at Game 7 of the Heat yes. uh, last year? Talk to me. I mean, Tatum rolled his ankle in the first quarter. Like, uh, what? like Weston, right, right when the game started, so what can we say, you know? But he got, it went your way, guys. <laughs> went your way. Hey, wow. Anything to explain away the trauma. I appreciate that. Wow. What are we doing with names today, by the way? Uh, <laughs> because I said Justin, and then we had, hey, it's Justin. Oh, I know. I yeah. just said it. And then we had uh, Freddie in West Palm. Uh, hey, it's Brendan. Brendan. <laughs> he said Brendan. How do you get Freddie out of Brendan, Stone? Um, well, so this is really tough. Let me just take you through how I do this here. So you're obviously asking your name and where you're calling from. So, you know, I didn't catch it the first time. All right, so it's Freddie, right? Freddie from West Palm? Yeah. Okay, I'm uh, just making sure one more time. I said, Freddie from, from West Palm? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I got you, brother. I'm going to put you on hold. But uh, it was Brendan. I, I really just want to put the blame on, on the phone that we <laughs> use at, at this point. Like, I'm really, 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 and I hope Dave MacGyver, Druder, our operations manager, and everybody else hears this, but the phones and, and the equipment that we're using, this thing right here was- Substandard. Wh- this is from when Ken was born. Yeah. So <laughs> oftentimes, when I, when I can't hear Late somebody- 60. It's actually, in our studio, we have a rotary phone. <laughs> it's a rotary phone. You put your finger in the little hole, and you turn <laughs> it, and you dial the number. It's actually one of those uh, separate earphones. Yeah. You hold it up, and then you have yeah. the mouthpiece, like back in the 40s. Hey, huh? Why are you uh-huh. doing there? Huh? Operator, please. <laughs> Connect me to St. Louis. Uh-oh. At least 10 times a week, I will say, I'm so sorry. Our phone sucks. Just to kind of take it off of me, and there's a case right there, Freddie to Brendan, and that That's never happens. crazy work. It's on me. On me and the phone. A little tandem there. You, hey. you make the Starbucks barista blush with that name. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, hey, Freddie. Uh, it's Brendan. <laughs> in your sports life, which of your team's Terrible. playoff losses was the most traumatic? In your sports life, which of your team's playoff losses was the most traumatic? It's all right. Open up to us. We're here for you with a pat on the shoulder if we get your consent to touch you. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, social media, at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. We cannot promise that we'll get your name right, but you know what? You're just going to have to deal with it. Are uh, you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is where it's at. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash Ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. In your sports life, maybe you were a kid, maybe you were a teen, maybe you were a young adult, maybe you were an old. Which of your team's playoff losses was the most traumatic? 888-760-3776. 
888-760-3776. The socials are open at KLV 1063. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Uh, Stone, your excitement level for Diamondbacks, Rangers, and Baseball's World Championship. I'm going to be straight up with you. It's a zero. Like, like I'm not going to watch a single second of this World Series. I'll tell you right That's now. That's crazy. That's, that, for Stone to not watch it is wild. You knew I wasn't watching it. Yeah, I mean, it could have been the Yankees and the Dodgers, and you probably wouldn't have watched it. I would watch Game 7 of that. Like, the, like the, <laughs> <laughs> But if it didn't get to a Game 7, that's a no-go. I think the only... Like, I, I, seriously, I seriously have no desire. Like, I only had desire to watch Bryce Harper then to go to bat. And the three of them, Schwarber, Trey Turner, and Bryce Harper went 0 for 11 last night. Like, it was embarrassing. I don't know what I'd watch in a Rangers Diamondbacks. Maybe, like, when Garcia's up to the plate and the bases are loaded, if somebody on Twitter tells me, yeah, I'll tune in on Streamies, not on the actual whatever you have to do to watch it. I'm going to make this proclamation now, and then we Can't can elaborate that. on this later. I firmly believe... <laughs> And especially considering Stone, someone who will stream live tennis from Italy yeah. or watch third division soccer overseas because he has he has money on it, um, uh, or he'll he'll latch onto an NHL team because they're making him the most money uh, during the course of an <clears throat> NHL season. He'll watch it on a random December Tuesday. Ruined six and zero so far. Uh huh. Uh, this guy, for this guy to say that, oh, I'm not going to give the World Series any attention, uh, that's garbage. And I, I'm going to say this. If you're a sports fan and you consider yourself a sports fan and you don't give a, a, at least a little attention to the World Freaking Series, you're not actually a sports fan. I'm going to say it. You're not actually a sports fan. doesn't matter who's playing. It's the World Freaking Series. It's okay? baseball. It's the World Freaking Series. It's baseball. Yeah, but it's also the World Series, the World's Series. Yeah, man, you guys are lame. I, I wish, honestly, I envy you, Ken, because if you're gonna sit there and watch all of those games, I wish I. He's not gonna, I'm gonna watch, watch all, all of, them. of them. I'm saying I'm gonna give it a little love, though. Oh, then shut the hell up. I'm gonna give it a little <laughs> love. It's the World Series. At Either the very least, you can give you can give most of the games the a couple of innings, about? a couple of innings instead of watching. <laughs> Love is Blind or uh, whatever, not F-Boy Island or whatever the hell that is. You're making it a chore. You're making it like a thing to check off your list. No, it's an expectation. It's an expectation as a sports fan. You have a commitment to sports to give the championship round of baseball a little bit of love. Uh, just a little bit. I'm so not saying watch the whole game. My girlfriend is so happy, actually, because I force her to watch these Phillies games over dinner every single time they've played. And after last night, I'm like, you lucked out. With the Phillies losing means we don't have to watch another baseball game all season. And she was very happy. So I'd rather take that excitement over watching any of the World no, Series. Good. Enjoy, you know enjoy Big Brother. Don't That's just disrespectful to me that and Jessica. Sucks. We don't watch Big Brother. Why would you say that? Suck. Yeah, don't say that about him. We don't watch Big Brother. You know, I had a similar conversation with Ashley when I got down on one knee and proposed to her. I said, congratulations, you don't ever have to watch baseball. With me, ever. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe. <laughs> Outside as, of the fall classic. As we the sit Astros are on the doorstep of the fall classic and you guys are disparaging the sport i'm ashamed in your sports life which of your team's playoff losses was the most traumatic 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 also are stone and theo fraud sports fans disparaging the world series 888-760-3776 uh larry and boyd maybe it's larry maybe it's lawrence maybe it's uh maybe it's maybelline maybe it's low i don't know. Hi, Larry, I think. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, either one's fine. Larry Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> two real quick uh, traumatic experiences. When I was a child, 1979, the Orioles played the Pirates in the World Series. Okay. We had a 3-1 lead, and we wound up losing all three games. To this day, I still can't hear that song, We Are Family by Sister Sledge, without having to change my radio station. Uh, it ruined, ruined poor Baltimore Larry. And the other one was uh, 2011, Billy Bleepin' Cundoff missing that kick against the Patriots 
causing us to be kicked out of the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, appreciate the call. Uh, 1979, by the way, that was the uh, that was the the Pirates over the uh, over the Orioles. Now the Orioles yeah. would win the World Series in 1983, so don't worry, Larry was okay. Okay, Larry, I'm glad Larry bounced back from that. I was worried about Larry. Uh, 79, big year for the Fall Classic. Uh, 83, triumphant year for Baltimore in the, in, uh, the World Series. Love mm-hmm. some baseball. There you go. 83. That's when Steve Clarkson was pitching at his best. Hey. Steve Clarkson. That's not even the guy's name. No. You're talking about Pachetti. No, I'm not talking about Scott Pachetti, Nick. I'm talking about Steve Clarkson, <laughs> the Phillies pitcher who was hot, oh, hot, hot in 83. Carlton. He was good. Carlton. What was it? Carlton, Carlton, dude. Carlton was good in the early 80s. He fell off, really sharp decline right around 86, 87. By the way, in 83, know who the Orioles beat in the American League Championship Series? The Chicago White Sox. That is correct. Uh, How about that? That was good. Uh, In your sports (laughs) life, which of your team's playoff losses was the most traumatic? And disparaging the World Series, saying, I am out when it is a championship round of America's pastime. Does that make Stone and Theo sports fan frauds? 888-760-3776. So you you don't give the Stanley Cup final? If it's not the Panthers, hey, just a little love. I covered the dang Stanley Cup no, but I'm finals. That's about how important it is to me. If I the, stepped foot in that building. So much so that when we asked him <laughs> a couple of weeks ago uh, who the Stanley Cup champions were, he had no idea. <laughs> I know. It's they the, were in the building with you <laughs> multiple <laughs> times. Damn right they were. We were neighbors. <laughs> multiple uh, times. Those guys out of Vegas. Yeah, the Stanley Cup finals, though, is just electricity for three periods straight. I mean, when I think about it right now, oh, let's go. Baseball, you could fall asleep in the fourth inning, wake up in the seventh, and you didn't miss nothing. Wow. You didn't miss nothing. This is really disappointing. It's like it's, it's like for a fan, and in, 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 I'm just going to throw out a random state, Kansas, they thought the same about the Denver-Miami NBA Finals matchup. Like, oh, here we go. And now I know the viewership and everything skyrocketed. I know. But for them, it was like, yeah, okay. Now, cool. the Kansas fans were loving Christian Brown beating up on Miami. Yeah, there's that. I guess I could have picked another state. Maybe the yeah, ones yeah. up there in Montana. Yeah, but he, this, is, <laughs> this is what bothers me is that, and I, I say this as someone who heard all of the, oh, Florida Atlantic in the final four. Who's going to watch that? Who's going to watch that? That sucks. That's garbage. Where's Duke? Where's North Carolina? Where's UCLA? Where's Arizona? And then what happened? Uh, It had the highest viewership of any final four in the last like decade. Okay. So a lot of people talk a lot of crap when it's an unconventional championship matchup, but maybe just maybe. It's going to be awesome. Maybe, just maybe, it would be better than a boring-ass four-and-a-half-hour Yankees-Dodgers game where we're waiting for three-run homers to happen. Maybe, just maybe, it's going to be extremely well-played. You can't just dismiss it, though, because it's two teams that are not traditional powers, that don't have a lot of of national storyline, a ton of draw. It's still the World Frickin' Series. I believe believe that sports fans should give some attention, not all— but some attention to the championship rounds. Yeah, I'm just going to beg to differ. Uh, I think there's better ways to spend your time. The NBA just tipped off last so night. So how are you going to? So you're going to you're going to watch the first week of the NBA season yeah. as opposed to watching the World Freaking Series. Hundred percent. I mean, I got to see what these guys are doing. Uh, you know, I'm going to be putting in some prize picks bets. Uh, some uh, some more than some less thans. Uh, I had Steph Curry more than four and a half threes last night. I had Yusuf Nurkic. Under a point five threes, he made a three. That really pissed me off. But yeah, man, I'm I'm paying attention to these basketball games way more than I'll watch any second of quote unquote drama now, between the Diamondbacks. See, that and the right there just bored the old living hell out of me. It, no, it didn't. What? No, it didn't. I don't care about what Yusuf Nurkic is doing. I don't care about the first. I, I'll watch the Heat tonight. I don't care about the first few months of the NBA season, especially as a Heat really? fan, because it doesn't matter what seed you're in. Yeah, as long as you make the postseason, you're all good. You don't even have to start watching until so February. So you didn't watch last night? You didn't watch Suns, nope. Nuggets, uh, Lakers, Nuggets, Suns? No, nope. didn't, uh, didn't watch it. Now, Warriors. I, I think this also didn't has, in, 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 for me, watch it Conference was, USA football. For me, yeah, because yeah, Liberty, Western Carolina was. It was well, Western Kentucky, first of all. Western Kentucky, I know. I'm, I'm a brother. But I think for me and Theo, <laughs> our case here, like I don't think the people we surround ourselves with aren't watching the baseball games either. So it's not like we'd be the ones going out of our way in our groups or our people to yeah. be watching that game. So like, Do nobody, you think Vivi is seeking out the World Series? 
You're she understands. I, I think I'd be wasting. I feel like I'd be wasting my time though, yes. like my hours. Like who am to I give gonna, two or three innings? Who am I going to talk to about Nobody. the game? Like me? I, I don't. <laughs> I, no. Who's listening? <laughs> who like I? You know, talk to each other? Y- yeah. Well, let's let's fine. Let's do this. Let's do this because I am offended as a sports fan of what I'm hearing from Theo, who's going to be watching uh, the 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 Pistons and the T Wolves over the World Series. Yeah. Um, Stone, who because he doesn't have someone that he can immediately talk to. Uh, I'm sure you have a lot of conversations with your your girlfriend about Italian tennis uh, at three in the morning. I'm sure there's oh a lot of good convo that comes ben out. Ben Sheldon, the Florida Gator graduate, won his first title over there in Basel, Switzerland last week. We love oh watching old god, Benny Sheldon. Oh my god, um, is 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 it a bad look to not at least give a little love to the World Series? Like, for me, this is still baseball. This is still the, honestly, the anchor sport in the United States of America. And if you're not willing to give at least a couple of innings, that's all I'm asking for however long the series goes, a couple of innings, even if it's the closeout game to the World Series, I think that lessens you as a sports fan. This is the championship. I would do the same thing to the NBA Finals, the MLS Cup, the Stanley Cup Final, the Super Bowl. I just feel like it's the World Series. How do you not give a little attention to it? It's got something's got to happen. Something's got to grab my attention. I don't just give my attention away. You got to earn it. So for the, <laughs> I know they've made it all the way to the final round and it's a big deal, but just it just gives it's nothing there for me, man. It's definitely you should have used the first sport. part because it was the Dodgers and now the Phillies. So there's really you can't use that. They have to do something. To what do you mean? The, the Diamondback, the Diamondbacks, like getting here has been you know crazy. Oh no, for I'm them. saying like I, I know that their ride here has been amazing and triumphant. I'm just saying nothing about the Diamondbacks sparks anything in my heart to want to go watch it. Like I, like y'all said, I think the Phillies are a fun watch. There's names I recognize. Uh, the Astros, obviously, I watch because baseball is a regional sport, and I watch my hometown team playing the uh, the Fall Classic. But Diamondbacks, Rangers. Like I don't even know who I would be wanting to win that. I have who cares? no dog. In you don't it. need to have a rooting interest. Yes, you kind of do. You no, have you to. Don't. You, want, you have to feel something. I'm not going to just sit there and just watch for the sake of watching and just looking oh at it. Oh my god, like, you young people! I want to feel something. You man. young people always got to have gratification in your sports life. Which your team's playoff losses was the most traumatic and. Theo and Stone, World Series. I think as a sports fan, you are obligated to give a little time to the World Freaking Series. Am I right or wrong? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I honestly think right now, Stone and Theo, anti-American. Art in Stewart on LaVica, Theo and Stone. What's up, Art? Hey, man, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, for... First, a shout-out to Stone, man. I'm a Saluki myself. All right. Way wow. younger, way older than you, though. A- 83 graduate. <laughs> he made you proud, Anyhow, Art. My, my, oh, man, I love it. Hey, uh, my greatest uh, or my least, uh, my most memorable uh, 98 Packers, Elway spin into the end zone, beating the Packers. That one hurt. I'm a big Packer fan. Yeah, yeah. And that then, was a big upset. And then the 2005, then the 2005 Bush push, man, because I'm a big Notre Dame fan, too. Uh, now Bush Push and the Tush Push is awesome. Yep, so Tush fairly. Push, Bush Push, ass smash the entire thing. Appreciate the call, all right? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. I'm going to go uh, sing the Star Spangled Banner and recite the Pledge of Allegiance, and then we'll come back after that. <laughs> Uh, in your sports life, which of your team's playoff losses was the most traumatic? And is it anti-American, no matter who's playing? I've, <laughs> I've retold this question yeah. like five different it's, times, by getting, the way. It's worse more worse. severe. Yeah. It? You guys are going to be in Guantanamo by the time we're done. Are they treasonous? <laughs> uh, do I need to call the CIA? Is it anti-American, no matter who's playing, to not give the World Series a little attention? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That man is Theo Dorsey. You see him on your television. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. That is proud former Southern Illinois Saluki quarterback Stone Labanowitz. I'm, well, just Ken Levick. I talk. Uh, it's Levick, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> Jar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. 
Uh, Stone, I think uh, I think this sound is from yesterday or two days ago. Is that possible? Some of it. I don't know. The last one's new. Yeah, it's definitely some of it. I just left that one in case you wanted oh. to get on it. You just oh, okay. got to, you know, uh, bring your eyes down a little bit. Real quick, can we... Uh, oh, you're right. There it is. Oh, uh, real quick, can we um, can we just listen to Tom... Now that I'm looking at it, can we just uh, listen to Tom <laughs> Pelissero? Tom Pelissero, NFL yeah. Network. Because why not? Yeah. It should be listened to again. Uh, Tom Pelissero on the uh, NFL Network on Sunday with uh, the single greatest Freudian slip in the history of, uh, of well, television. They need Jameer Gibbs to go out and make some plays against a non-conference opponent, but a really good team, one that there's still some of those ghosts of Justin Tucker banging a 60-year-old 60-yard uh, <laughs> field goal over the, off the uh, crossbar and through oh, uh, to beat the Lions last year. It never gets old, man. Yeah. Never, it, it will never get old. It will no. stand the test of time. That is top two for me, personally. I don't know about you guys. I, go, I mean, all time. All time. All time. Yeah, it's an all-timer for sure. It's up there, man. It's a... Oh. Uh, so incredible, good. incredible it's work. A, it is incredible audio. Yeah. Incredible audio. He is just surprised that it even exists. Give that man an Emmy. Send it to the <laughs> Hall of Fame of TV. Justin yes. Tucker should do something with it. He should put like a, make a, shirt. a 60 yeah, year old. I don't know. Yeah. I've got an idea. Tom does. <laughs> anyway, speaking of, speaking of, um, when I was when I was coming into the office uh, earlier this morning, there was an influx of olds that I was seeing here in downtown West Palm Beach. I don't know why. Do, do you guys know? Is there like a convention or something? It, I have no idea. For me, it's not something that I noticed. <laughs> the old person a, convention? A, a shame, on, shame on you. I don't really pick up on that kind of stuff. No, I'm, I'm just, just noticing there was a little bit more gray hair than I usually see. It's nothing against old yeah. people. I'm just wondering if they were congregating for something. I don't know. <laughs> old people make the world go round. That's right. Especially the ones that hang out in Baltimore with Justin Tucker. And I promise you they're they're busy yeah. i promise you that they appreciate the world series yeah. unlike you young folk they definitely do uh let me tell you about dr neil goldhaber who is a yankees fan i'm not sure the next time he's gonna see his team in the world series mm. goldhabersinus.com goldhabersinus.com he is the finest ent in the land he is changing lifestyles uh you never really know or think about oh ent ent until you need one you've got the ringing in the ears you've got the uh consistently painful tonsils uh you've got the constant congestion you're snoring all the time and you're you're not only getting unhealthy sleep but you're making those around you uh miserable as well well good thing that there's dr neil goldhaber he checks off all those boxes he can help you it's not just making you better it's improving your your lifestyle. It is Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. He's based in Boynton, been doing it for decades. He is the man. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. That's Goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, get to, to social media here. I also am curious. Uh, about uh, how anti-American Stone and Theo are for not uh, for not wanting to give any attention at all to the World Series. Where are we going here, Stone? We got Joe in Jupiter. Joe in Jupiter here on Levica Theo and Stone. Joe, by the way, a proud Texas Rangers fan, so I know he'll be giving attention to the World Series. I got to run to the restroom right quick. So. <laughs> <laughs> Theo, don't go anywhere. I got a question for you. Come on now. What up, Joe? What you got, brother? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So before I get to my most catastrophic moment, traumatic, uh, I do have to ask, Theo, I'm, I'm confused. You're not going to give one second to the to the World Series? I, I go to your Twitter handle, and it, it looks like you're supporting the Texas Rangers. So I, I'm confused about that. Please yeah. explain. Yeah, I, I do have my uh, – so for those that don't know, myself and, and, and Joe from Jupiter, we made a, uh, a friendly wager on the ALCS, Astros versus the Rangers. I'm a huge Astros fan. He's a huge Rangers fan. You got us in seven – so my Twitter header is going to be the, the uh, Texas Rangers for the next week. And I was hoping nobody would notice. But, of course, Joe wants to put it out there to the world. You know I love you. I'm just messing with you. But it's, it's, all good. it's all in fun, though. You know. Go so, Rangers. Anyway. and see, I won't be watching. Go Rangers. Way. Thank you. I know. I know you won't. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm going to go to – I can name a ton of catastrophic Cowboy moments, whether it's a 2006 fumbled snap by Tony Romo mm -hmm. in Seattle. I could go to all the times Aaron Rodgers broke our hearts. Uh, in the NFC Championship or the, uh, divisional rounds, I mean, there's a ton of those. But we don't have we don't have that much time. I could also go back to 2011. Speaking of baseball, when we were one strike away in St. Louis, 
to winning the World Series. Thank God we're back now, finally. So that was very catastrophic. But I'm going to go way back to something that, to this day, I, I, I get bad vibes just by seeing the highlight. And I still do. I was 12 in San Francisco, the NFC Championship game. Joe Montana to Dwight Clark. Oh, yeah, 1982. He scramb- 1982. He scrambles around forever and then slings it and finds him in the corner of the end zone. And we end up losing that game to go to the Super Bowl. And I was 12, so I didn't care about much except watching Cowboy football and whatever else 12-year-olds care about. And so that, to this day, it's still, I I get a weird feeling still watching it. So I, I purposely don't most of the time. But uh, that, that would probably be the most. Other than everything else, I've already named. The traumatic. Well, well, enjoy this moment. It is rare that your team has a chance to uh, compete for a championship, especially as a Cowboys fan. Uh, So uh, thanks for the call, Joe. You can uh, just channel those championship wants in another direction. By the way, uh, what did you care about as a 12-year-old, Theo? Uh, Well, you know, when I was a 12-year-old, we we did have the internet. Um, I guess I was playing a lot of Halo, though. (laughs) A lot of Halo. Halo. Yeah, but we did have the internet back then. That was an awesome zinger, dude. Give me some. Give me some. Boom. Air knuckle. Air knuckle. Ken didn't like that one. I'm trying to think if um, (laughs) at 12, I actually don't think my home had the internet. Like Atari, though. At least like like video games. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. At 12, I had, uh, I think I was still rocking Nintendo. I think Super Nintendo was out. I Yeah. Like all that stuff was out, yeah. Uh, but I did not have the internet, yeah. so that it's not that funny if it's actually accurate. Who <laughs> <Yeah, that's it. laughs> <laughs> makes it actually, it actually ten makes times it more, more funny? Funnier. Yeah, this makes it more funny because I was I was trying to throw it, and then yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm sorry about yeah. that. And man. when you wanted to get on the internet, it cost like eight billion dollars a minute, and there was the dial-up and the entire thing. There was no Ethernet. That wasn't a thing until I got to uh, high school, later years of high school. So how how do you have the right to sit here and talk about the old? In fluctuating, uh, the, because the they're area. older than me. <laughs> that's why. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Because I only have a couple more years before I can uh, I can start stereotyping, uh, stop stereotyping <laughs> the olds. That is true, and you got it. You honestly keep on exercising that muscle. Mm-hmm. You got to get it all the way out. That's right. You got. I didn't even think about that's that. That's what Tom Pelissero said. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, is this the most? Is this the most random? Is this? The, <laughs> thank you. Is late. this the most random? championship round that we've ever seen in sports rangers diamondbacks what would be more random than this i have some i have some options i'm going to uh i'm going to let the boys talk about it he's theo dorsey that's stone labanowitz i'm ken lavica hour two on the way lavica theo and stone on espn 106.3